The Sun Belt doing it the hard way. It's Locked On Sun Belt. You are Locked On Sun Belt, your daily podcast on the Sun Belt Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, Dave Schultz back with another edition of Lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel, official sportsbook of Lockdown. Make every moment more. Visit fanduel.com slash lockdown today to get started. All right, so obviously a ton of college baseball to discuss, and I may, probably a good idea, to do a kind of an updated quick version tomorrow morning because as of right now as i'm recording this southern miss uh and Penn are playing is that right let me let me make sure i get i get that right uh southern miss is playing right now and so we won't have a uh, we won't have a uh, an update for that uh to pass along for you until this ends coastal carolina uh, is into the championship game they will play on Monday, they'll play later today. And yes, Southern Miss and Penn are, are they underway um, as I'm recording this? Uh, and so, yeah, so Southern Miss comes up empty in the first. Penn, um, this is an elimination ball game. And so it's Samford waiting for them, I guess, is, is the case. Because Auburn, it was two and done. So uh, Troy has got to be the most disappointed of all the teams. I mean, obviously, if you don't win, you're disappointed. But my goodness, they just had uh, they had Alabama ready to go, uh, ready, all done, and they and they and they couldn't do it. We will get to that uh, uh, in a bit. Okay, so we'll start with the Raging Cages. Of course, I'm I'm covering them here in uh, Lafayette, and you know they had a they had a shot. All right, they did. They had a good shot at doing some damage in the Coral Gables Regional. Their pitching may have not been higher end compared to what Texas and Miami have, but they have some depth in pitching. Um, they run really well. They play really good defense. And Texas and Miami, though, both have much better lineups, right? Texas has, I think Texas has like a half a dozen guys with double digits and home runs or five guys with double digits and home runs. And Miami has six. But that's been the way it has been all year for the Cajuns. So that's not anything new. But they're going to have to play a really good uh, baseball game to, uh, to to win. And, you know, Texas against Texas, they just made more plays, right? Texas won the first game. Um, Texas won the first game 4-2. to two, And there's not much you can do about that, really. Uh, they saved a center fielder, saves a home run in, in, in center field, right? John Taylor would have given the Cajuns like a, a, a three nothing lead, and you know Campbell makes a diving catch in right field, stopping what would have been an extra base hit. Uh, it was an incredibly well pitched ball game by Gordon. Seven innings, you know, no walks. In fact, Gordon and Morehouse combined for not walking any of the Cajuns, which is going to stop them from running. Uh, they did get seven hits. They scratched across a couple of runs. They struck out uh, 10 times. Nezu was awesome. I thought maybe a little bit of a quick hook, right? He gives up the tying 
home run and then walks the next batter on four pitches. And it kind of felt like Matt Diggs was playing the long game, which you can understand. Like I, I somewhere along the way to win this, I may need some pitchers, you know, on short rest. Maybe would pitch a total of 74 pitches. That seemed like the time. All right, we need to calm down a little bit. You're good. It's a one, one game. Let's get out of this without giving up another run. And you're okay. Now, if he goes eight pitches, out of the strike zone and has a couple of guys on, or even, you know, the next guy's on with a five pitch walk. All right. Now you can get him out of that. All right. So now I, okay. So, so I'm, I'm at least giving him one more batter and maybe the next guy strikes out or, you know, hits into a double play. He'd given up all of four base hits, including the home run. He'd walked one, which was the last batter that he faced and he struck out five. I would have stayed with Nezu. Cajun's bullpen just was not as well, for lack of a better term, dominant in Miami, as they were in Montgomery. I mean, Marshall gave up a couple of base hits, could not save that second run from coming home in, uh, I guess it was the sixth inning? Yeah, in the sixth inning. So Texas takes a two-to-one lead. Cooper Rawls gave up a couple of earned runs in, a th- in two-thirds of an inning, and Etheridge gave up a base hit and couldn't stop an extra run from coming home uh, either. So... It was going to be a it was going to be a tough slog. All right, I thought they had a chance only because of the way they were playing, uh, the bullpen help uh, that they got, and Texas was thin after the starting pitching, and Miami was thin with the starting pitching. We'll get to that ball game here in a second. So the Cajuns lose four to two to Texas on Friday. They do come back, and <laughs> I mean showed what they can do offensively. That is for sure. When they take down Maine on Saturday, what was that, 19 to 10? And, I mean, what a great job by Caleb Stelly. I mean, someone is, if anyone's never going to forget this weekend in Miami, and we'll see what he can do moving forward for uh, the Raging Cajuns. But Caleb Stelly, from what I remember, had not played since, wait for it, May 5th. He got to the plate June 3rd. (laughs) And he absolutely made uh, the most of it two for four three runs scored two batted in I mean and not to mention he homered on Sunday against Andrew Walters of all people so the Cajuns wall up Maine uh, 19 to 10 Maine wouldn't wouldn't go away four nothing four one seven one seven three uh ten three ten five and then finally the Cajuns took it uh, took control with a nine-run seventh inning, and even then, Maine scores five in the eighth. Uh, Carson Fluna was pretty good, but he couldn't ever put up that zero after the Cajuns scored a run. And so he went uh, seven innings, ten base hits, five runs, all earned. But then, you know, Cash gave up four runs. Couch gave up a run without retiring anybody, and Christie came in and, and sort of calmed everything down. But the Cajuns Beat the Maine Black Bears 19 to 10, putting them against uh, Miami, who had lost to Texas on Saturday against Miami in uh, an elimination ball game. And it's in Coral Gables. It's at noon. And Blake Marshall's getting the start. I don't know who you're going to start if you don't start Blake Marshall. So I can't question that. Uh, Blake was a little bit uh, jacked up. Um, maybe two good of strikes. He gets Kafus the leadoff hitter. Miami is the road team in this case. Gets him to pop out, but then a hit batter to Vallegas. Gonzalez with um, 
I should say Morales with a base hit, and then Blake Sear with a three-run home run. And four batters in, the Cajuns are down 3 nothing. Now, being that they are the Cajuns, they battle, right? They got to run across in the second. They got to run across in the third. They never got it. They, they had a chance to tie things up in the third. I'm not saying that would have been the difference, but they could have made it a 3-3 ball game. Should mention that, what, is it Rosario? Rosario was, he's tough. All right, I know some of these pitches that he's making doesn't, they don't look good because they're starting on the way we're looking at it on TV on the left side of the plate and they're coming way inside. Those are tough to hit, right? I mean, those are two seams fat, two seam fastballs and they are moving. Uh, and so he pitched well, striking out six. Did give up four runs, three earned, a couple of walks and six strikeouts. But I was hoping Blake could go around the lineup one time. He, he couldn't get out of the second inning. In fact, he was rolling a little bit. And all of a sudden, he had two on. Christie comes in and got him out of the jam. David Christie was also rolling. And they just couldn't get out of it in the fifth inning. Miami scores two in the fifth. So do the Cajuns. It's a 5-4 ball game. It's a game, right? It's a game. We're going to see what happens, you know, against that Miami bullpen. And unfortunately, Miami just kept on hitting home runs. And Morales, Yo-Yo uh, Morales hits a home run in the seventh. Uh, Caleb Stelly a home run in the eighth. That makes it a one-run ball game. You don't feel so bad. Give me, give us one run, one-run game in the ninth inning. We'll take our chances, right? Except Long hits a home run uh, for Miami, and then Morales hits another home run for good measure. Makes it eight to five. Turns out that the Cajuns actually had first and third with two outs. Higgs struck out looking. I don't think it was strike three. I'm not sure it was close to strike three. But I think the one-two pitch was a little bit close. Looked outside to me, but it was close. And then I think the umpire got the peer pressure from the crowd because he didn't give it to him on the other pitch. But the pitch was inside. Nonetheless, uh, Higgs strikes out looking, and that was your ball game. Miami defeats uh, the Cajuns 8-5. Uh, to five. I think Miami would go on to lose uh, to Texas uh, to end uh, their season as – uh, the Longhorns go 3-0 and and advance to uh, the Super Regional. But, you know, what a great run for the Cajuns. Quickly, just to say that, uh, you know, I've only been here a couple of months, so I didn't see quite all the up and downs. I mostly saw the downs, and then they brought it back up. Like, we said they had to sweep ULM, take two out of three from Texas State, and then maybe one from Southern Miss just to get in to the tournament. They needed to qualify for the tournament when they found themselves fourth. By the way, they swept Texas State, and they beat Southern Miss just to make sure they got that top – six seed avoiding uh, the play-in tournament. And then they find themselves playing Southern Miss for the championship. So, you know, they get a win in a regional. Um, they, they played pretty well. We can go over things a little bit more maybe later on in the week. Um, a little bit maybe too aggressive and not the most fundamental baseball. But they are such a good defensive team. I heard Jay Walker say this, the voice of the Raging Cajuns, actually on my way to Baton Rouge. Uh, to watch what little baseball game I did there before the three-hour delay. Um, the Cajuns made two errors today. They hadn't made two errors in the same game since mid-April. In college, that's insane. It, that happens all the time. That's how good a baseball – that's how good defensively the Raging Cajuns are. Uh, and uh, I don't know. The, the, I'm not sure that the, the, the errors really didn't come back to her, and they gave up one under and run. They gave up a bunch of home runs this problem long hit a home run morales hit two that's three sear hit one that's four that's what killed all right 
So the Cajuns go out. Uh, Texas wins the Coral Gables uh, Regional. Uh, and congratulations to Matt Daggs uh, and his guys for a tremendous run. All right, we will do uh, – that went long, all right, as expected. All right, uh, Southern Miss and Coastal still fighting. We will do Coastal Carolina next because that was one crazy ending on Friday night. But first, let me tell you a little bit about FanDuel. There we go. I think that's right. Make a fast break to FanDuel during the NBA playoffs because right now, new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $2,500. That's $2,500 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. There's no better place to bet all the playoff action than America's number one sports book. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and get a no-sweat first bet up to $2,500. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. FanDuel, official sports betting partner of the NBA. All right, Dave Schultz, Locked On Sunbelt, your team every day. There we go. Uh, all right, so Friday night, let's make sure I get this again. Friday night, what a crazy ball game, Coastal Carolina and Ryder. I only know about Ryder because it's it's kind of right in there between. There's a Rutgers, Princeton, and I think Ryder's in between Lawrenceville, or maybe closer to Princeton, but I used to live up there. And so uh, Ryder's getting no hit. Ryder is getting, somehow they're getting no hit. I don't think Coastal Carolina was using their ace because they're playing Ryder. They want to save their ace for the number two seed. Uh, and Doyle, six innings, no hits, two walks, nine punch outs. Coastal Carolina is winning this ball game 5 nothing. heading into the seventh. Heading into the seventh, 5 nothing. They're three outs away, or not that three, nine outs away from moving on to Saturday's action. A nine-run inning later, and Ryder is leading nine to five. Nine to five. Now, Coastal scores two in the seventh, one in the eighth, one in the ninth. They may have had a chance to score more, but they, they do tie the ball game up. Ryder scores two in the tenth. I mean, Teddy Sharkey just didn't have it. The closer for Coastal just did not uh, have it. Coastal gets something going in the 10th, but the center fielder for Ryder makes a spectacular diving catch. Not only did I think it preserved the win for Ryder, but I think if that gets past him, I think Coastal wins the ballgame. So Coastal has to do things the hard way, uh, and, and they have. So they got to come back on Saturday – and they got to win a couple of ball games, and they take down UNC Wilmington, twelve to two. And was it a couple of ball games? And now I think they guess, and then I guess they came back uh, today. I guess they came back or yesterday on Sunday uh, to win another ball game. Coastal beat Ryder thirteen to five, and so. It looks like, yeah, it looks like they're going to be playing on Monday. Do we have Coastal Carolina will take on Duke? All right. I'm not even sure if, let's see here. They do not have, um, as you may expect, a lot on uh, baseball here uh, for the Blue Devils. So Coastal Carolina is taking on Duke uh, on Monday. I'm presuming they got to win twice. That's not necessarily the case. Let's see what uh, Duke has done. If they, they had Duke beat Wilmington, 
And then on Saturday, um, Duke, Duke, Duke beat Ryder. So, yeah, so Coastal Carolina is going to have to beat Duke twice on Monday. <laughs> Not easy to do, okay? So Coastal Carolina losing the first game at home, 11 to 10 in a game. They're no hitting the other team. And now they have to beat Duke twice on Monday. Good luck to the Chanticleers, who we were actually rooting for because, you know, locked on Sunbelt. We want them to be in the College World Series. But if anybody can do it, especially in that ballpark, it is the Chanticleers. Okay. Um, so good luck to them. Uh, all right. Let's quickly, quickly take a timeout. Uh, we'll do Southern Miss when we come back. We also got to do Troy, the, pro, the poor Troy Trojans. Uh, I mean, again, I'm sure the Cajuns are disappointed. You know, but the other teams were better, right? Troy had Alabama beat. I mean, they, they, they just did. Troy had Alabama beat, all right? Uh, meanwhile, Southern Miss is going to, you know, do it the hard way uh, as well. Um, but they knocked out the host, so we'll see what happens. They're now the highest seed in the, uh, in the regional, all right? Let's take a timeout. When we come back, we'll talk about the Southern Miss Golden Eagles trying to win, as it turns out, the Auburn Regional when Auburn's already eliminated. All right, again, thanks so much for uh, tuning in to Lockdown Sunbelt and continuing to subscribe and like uh, and share. It is a huge help. Let's see what we got here. Let me see. I, we had 254. 250, we now have to 255. All right, so we're up to 255. Uh, 255 subscribers, so we really do appreciate it. In fact, we just got uh, a new one um, a couple of moments ago. So we do appreciate it. Uh, we could really, that's why we're rooting for Coastal Carolina and Southern Miss uh, to move forward. So if you do see the videos on YouTube, please like, please share them. Same thing on social media. Don't forget, we're all on audio as well. Wherever you get your audio podcast, Amazon, iHeart, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever, Stitcher, if they're still around, wherever you get them, uh, we are there. And we do appreciate it if you do subscribe. If you're on the Apple Podcast, please rate and review. That is a big help. All right. Let's talk a little uh, Southern Miss. They also uh, went through and trying to do it the hard way, uh, like all the other Sunbelt teams. Actually, though, so the Sunbelt teams went one and three. Oddly enough, the Sunbelt teams went one and three on Friday. Troy was the only team to win. They've been eliminated with the Cajuns. We'll get to them. Uh, but then on Saturday, the opposite happened. The Sunbelt went three and one. Troy was the only loser on Saturday. Sunday, it's been, uh, it has been a mixed uh, bag. So let me see if I can find uh, the Southern Miss ball game on Friday. There's the Auburn Pennsylvania ball game. That's an odd ball game. Pennsylvania had three straight bunts in the 11th inning, scoring three runs. Yeesh. Uh, let's see. Southern Miss lost to Samford in 10 innings, four to two. And I mean, Tanner Hill pitches a well, or Tanner Hall, excuse me, Tanner Hall pitches a well of a ball game. 
Gives up one run on eight base hits, two walks, nine punch outs. And Justin Storm, who pitched so well against the Cajuns to lead, help lead, Southern Miss to that Sunbelt Championship. Two base hits, two runs, a two-run home run in uh, the 10th inning. And that was basically all she wrote for Southern Miss on Friday. Southern Miss does score a run in the bottom of the 10th, but now somehow they have to do the hard part, right? They have to win. They got to play five games in this Super Regional. And when you know it, because Pennsylvania beat Auburn, and everybody was thinking Southern Miss and Auburn would face each other in the winner's bracket, and they're up facing each other in the loser's bracket, and Auburn just never got the bats going. Auburn never got the bats going in their own regional, if that means anything. Uh, Southern Miss was on top from uh, the get-go, just like Miami did. They put a three-spot up in the first, adding to it in the third and the fifth. Auburn doesn't get on the board until two in the sixth inning. By that time, it's six to two. Southern Miss with uh, one in the eighth, and they beat Auburn seven to two. Eliminate the home Auburn Tigers. And then on a Sunday, Southern Miss uh, took care of, well, maybe they're taking care of business right now. Southern Miss uh, took care of Samford. Uh, all ready today, nine to four. All right, their bats came out again, a four spot in the sixth. Kind of, in fact, they were behind Samford four to three, and they scored four in the sixth, adding runs in the eighth and in the ninth. Uh, Lynch, another home run in that ball game, three for four, uh, just the legend for Southern Miss. Uh, Adams didn't pitch all that well, but uh, Sibley did, giving up just one run on scattering six hits in four innings of work. A lot of these times, it's just a matter of eating up innings, and that is the big part of it. Uh, Dawson with uh, two innings. So Southern Miss is, again, playing Penn, as apparently Samford has been eliminated. And as of right now, again, they're tied at one. We'll do an, another update on, on Monday morning just to recap that. A short Southern Miss recap uh, on uh, uh, earlier today, I guess, uh, to uh, tell you what's going on. All right. So Southern Miss, again, they're going to have to beat. Is this? Uh, let me see. So Sanford, Pennsylvania. Is this the championship ballgame? They're going to, well, no, they would have to beat Pennsylvania tomorrow again, right? That would be the case, right? So let's see here. Hold on. Okay. Friday, Penn beat Auburn. Saturday, Penn would have beaten, Penn beat Samford. So Southern Miss is playing, uh, Southern Miss is playing Pennsylvania today. If Pennsylvania wins, it's over. If uh, uh, Southern Miss wins, they play one more game tomorrow. All right. I'm kind of all screwed up because she's in Baton Rouge. I guess they're a little bit behind, but it turns out not really. So they, they kind of uh, caught up here today, although they did play two plus games uh, today. All right. All right. Let's wrap this up with Troy. And I mean, the poor, poor Troy Trojans. They were the only Sunbelt team. Uh, to win on Friday, and they're in the Tuscaloosa Regional. They beat 
Boston College in another one of those crazy ball games, 11 to 10. They had a three-run first and a five-run seventh inning, and they still needed a run in the ninth uh, to win uh, the ball game. For Troy Myers, had four runs batted in. Uh, Bodolero had four runs batted in, uh, and they needed every single one of them as Troy beats Boston College 11 to 10. Okay, so now you got to come back from that emotional roller coaster, and they had Alabama beat. They had Alabama beat. I'm going to see. They committed four errors, and that's a problem. I mean, Alabama scores four runs in the ninth inning. It's an 8-7 ball game. All right, so it's just one a one-run ball game. But 8-7. And let's see what the play was, what they call the error on, because that was the end of the ball game. They called the error on Cobb, the shortstop. All right? It certainly looked as if it went off the first baseman's glove like he just missed it now i don't know that would be sullivan i don't know if you know, he's, he's he's stretching in towards the baseline although not in the baseline and you just don't see it very often go past the first baseman without him leap, leaping right i mean obviously you want to get the out but you can't let a run you can't let two runs score Right, you got to come off the base. You got to sit. You got to keep the ball in front of you. It looked to me like it went past Sullivan. All right, like he, like he should have caught the ball and ended the game. And instead of Troy, you know, being in the championship game on Sunday, they were in an elimination ball game on Sunday, and they lost. They didn't quite recover. Probably emotionally. I mean, BC beating BC is pretty good. Don't get me wrong. Boston College is pretty good, but I'm not sure Troy got over that loss. That's a t- I mean, it is tough to come back from that one, right? We're all about the what if, though. You got to move on. That's tough to do. They lost to, to Boston College 4-1. to They had Alabama beat. Troy in Tuscaloosa had Alabama beat. And don't pull it off. So instead of playing in the championship game on Sunday, where now they have room for error, so to speak, they can lose and come back on Monday. Instead, they find themselves in the elimination game. And Boston uh, College will take on Alabama. I think, I think they're taking them on right now, in fact. Or they will um, They will take them on, on on Sunday. So, in fact, it's coming up Sunday night, apparently uh, just, uh, just after 9.30. So, all right. So, as of right now, and this is recording 9.24 Central Time, and we're a little bit long as it is. 924 Central Time. Uh, the Cajuns have been eliminated. Troy has been eliminated. Coastal Carolina has to beat, what did I say, Duke twice on Monday. And Southern Miss is playing Penn on Sunday. And they're going to have to beat Penn on Sunday night and then again on Monday. All right. So now let me let me check that out. I got let me. Not sure if that's correct. Obviously, we did the Penn and NCAA baseball bracket. We did the Penn and Southern Miss one, but I want to make sure we get the. Let's see here. All right, um, Duke. I know Duke has one loss. So Duke has one loss. So Coastal Carolina with a win over Duke. 
is advancing. So that's the championship game. They don't have to beat them twice. All right. I'm drawing on that. All right. It just didn't, it didn't feel right that they were going to play two games on Monday if uh, necessary. So Coastal Carolina's got a loss. Duke has a loss. And the winner ends up playing uh, Virginia. Uh, Virginia wins their own, wins their own regional. Uh, so they will be hosting uh, the Super. Uh, if Coastal wins, obviously, they, well, yeah. So if Coastal wins, they advance out of their own uh, regional as well. Do And either one of those two teams, Duke or Coastal Carolina, are going to uh, Charlottesville. Uh, let's see the Southern Miss. Southern Miss one is going to be interesting. Uh, and Southern Miss does have to beat Penn twice, once Sunday night and once on Monday. Who hosts? Because Clemson was the seed. Uh, Clemson was the seeded team. They were the fourth seeded team. Tennessee beat them. Auburn was the 13th seed, and they were eliminated. So it'll be very interesting to see. Obviously, if it's Tennessee and Penn, they're going to play at Tennessee. But Southern Miss has Southern Miss hosted a Super Regional last year. So I don't know how they how they work uh, that out. So all right, so we cleared that up. All right, I did clear that up because it just didn't seem right. It feels like Duke. I must have missed it. Duke and Carolina, Coastal Carolina, playing for that championship on Monday. Uh, winner take all, apparently. All right, now we're done. Now I can thank you for tuning in uh, to Lockdown Sunbelt. We will do a quick update on uh, Monday morning. So if you see this one, this is about over half an hour. The other one will be, you know, five to ten minutes to see where we are with uh, Southern Miss and Pennsylvania. All right. Thanks again for tuning in to Lockdown Sunbelt. Have a great week, everybody. I'm your host, Dave Schultz. And you've been listening and watching Lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day.